This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. This is Women's History Month, and we are trying our best to uh, focus in on uh, some some issues that ladies might have, that women might have. You, you know, I, I, I still say that one of the most beautiful things that God made, God made some beautiful things. He made flowers and, and you know, the, the, the wonderful waterfalls and sunsets. One of the most beautiful things that God made um, was a woman. Eve had to be just dynamic to the eyes of Adam when he saw her. Um, there, there's no more precious person in this world than a woman. Think about all that, that our women do, um, the nurturing, the advice, the love that's shared and shown. And no matter um, whether a child is seen as the worst in society, a mother's love will always overcome whatever the world sees. On today, we have the three wonderful dynamic ladies with us. On our panel today, we're going to be talking about faith and family. And uh, we have with us um, Tasha Rollins, who is a licensed professional counselor and host of Autism in Action podcast. I want you to go and check her out on um, iHeart, and uh, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and, and all the other uh, podcasts in the podcast sphere. Uh, also, Dr. Soretta Smith, Pastor Soretta Smith, who is running for Senate of District 21 and there in the state of Georgia, and also Sheena Holbrook, who's author of Divine Positioning for a Powerful Purpose, an in-depth look in women in the Bible, uh, both good and bad girls. So thank you, ladies, for being with us here on A Moments of Grace. Thank you for having us. Yeah, me. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Uh, first of all, I want to jump into it. And, and, and Pastor, I'm going to go to, to you since you, you have pastored um, and, and pastoring. Uh, how in the world do you find balance with family and pastoring also? And also you're uh, also uh, running for uh, the Senate seat there at, at District 23 in the state of Georgia. How are you balancing all of that? Well, you have to be intentional about it. I have to be intentional about it. Um, I have to establish boundaries, um, meaning, um, you know, I tell people um, I'm available from this time to this time. You know, if it's an emergency, then I'll make, you know, I'll, I'll make a um, an exception. Um, from this time to this time, I'm doing political things um so i have to be intentional about it and i have to set boundaries and i have to not let people guilt me um into going back on the boundaries that i've set come on um, now sure surely you let them <laughs> folk tell you you're supposed to be my pastor i need you right now you're supposed to be a christian surely you let them browbeat you I'm just cutting up with your pastor because I go through the yeah. same thing. Go ahead. You, you hear it all, but you you know you have to set those boundaries because you know you'll be dead and gone, and people that's right. You're doing what they do. That's right. And um and I believe we have to train and equip people, right? Um and teach them that you know um they have a responsibility 
they have to take ownership for certain things in their life and 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 they have the tools that they need uh in many instances to be able to to problem solve um and and address the the issues that they have and so i'm kind of not one that like you know i'm not the the burp feed the bottle and burp the baby and um you know i'm kind of kind of a different breed (laughs) Mm -hmm. if i can say it like that um but establishing boundaries being intentional about it and not allowing people to um guilt me because people will try to guilt you and manipulate you right right well uh, well you're helping me because uh unfortunately I'm, i'm i'm one of those old school country pastors that you know, my phone is open 24 seven and, and everything else. And, and, um, you know, I'm always, always there for everybody. Um, so, and that's okay. so that's- no, no, but, 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 but what you're saying is true because I have a, another minister who is in his eighties and he always tells me, he said, Butler, if, if they're sick or they're dying, they'll be all right. You know how to pray. I said, yes, sir. He said, well, then you pray. You hand it over to the Lord because no, no more you can do than God can do. So um, th- these these things are also pastoral care because, um, like you just said, um, whether we're dead or gone or whatever, they're, they're going to find some another leader. They're going to if they if they're people of faith, they're going to find another leader. God's going to put them back into a a, a good vineyard. So, so thank you so much for sharing that because again, people will try to, to, uh, to guilt you. They, they will. And, but, but even in, in all of that, how do, uh, and this is to you, Shana, um, because your husband's a minister, isn't he? Uh, he does do, he does preach on occasion. Okay. He mostly does a jail ministry where he goes into the jails and preaches to the prisoners, um, that is really where his calling is. But every now and then he'll share his testimony or preach a sermon. So, so in, in, in that, wh- where do you see your role of support uh, when your husband is speaking in prison ministry or speaking to the church? Because like I said, Pastor Smith is coming from a pastoral standpoint, but now we're looking from a minister's wife standpoint. So where, where do you see yourself? Because uh, the reason I'm asking this is, uh, and I know from, when you know when people are funny now let me say this people are real funny because when as a pastor as a minister when i'm preaching and i talk about family issues you can almost see all eyes go to sister butler okay all eyes go on sister butler see if that ribbon is telling the truth about what he is saying so yeah. all, so all eyes go towards her so uh and and i have a pastor's wife and she is so wonderful so precious and and such a powerful woman and she um coined a phrase with me i'd never heard it coined that way and it it may have been out for years and she said well a a pastor's wife a minister's wife for the people we're window dressing um and if people could only pull back the curtain and see what's inside um there's some clean places there's some messy places but for my husband, I have to be the window dressing. So, so just share with us as a minister's wife, when your husband's ministering and all of that, I know you're supportive, but where do you see your role in, in, in that machine? That is my biggest thing right there is the support. Um, I, 
when he gets up on the pulpit or when he's in the jail, I mean, you can see how comfortable he gets. And it's like, you know, he has an anointing. Like he's supposed to speak to people. He can reach people that nobody else can. You know, he has a criminal record himself and he, you know, came out of all of that. He has an incredible testimony. And, uh, you know, I see him question himself sometimes. Like, is this really what I'm supposed to do? Is this what God, and, and just knowing that I'm in his corner, you know, yes, you did a great job. You, you know, spoke to the people, the audience was receptive, you know, you did what you were called to do. And that really has been really the cornerstone of um, me as his wife is just supporting him and making sure he knows that. I mean, he, I'm just so thankful for him that, you know, his favorite thing to do is read his Bible. I've never been with somebody who loved God the way he does. And I think sometimes he just doesn't see that side of him and he just needs to be told. But um, I just, I just support him. I laugh at his jokes. He speaks about me all the time when I'm, especially if I'm there. I mean, it's like his eye, his focus is on me and he uses me for every example. Uh, But uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's just encouraging him and supporting him and letting him know that he's, he's doing the right thing. Amen. And and that's, then that's so important. Um, I know um, it is, it's it's not about a critique. I know with, with my wife and there are those Sundays, almost every Sunday, if I'm speaking and she said, oh, that was a good message, you know, and, and, and you, you know, I've been doing this close to 30 years. You wouldn't think that um, affirmation from anybody at this point other than God would mean very much to somebody at my uh, experience level. But it does. Um, yeah. In fact, there are those days she's told me, now, you know, um, you kind of lost everybody when you got into because I'm I'm very analytical, so so sometimes. And Pastor Smith, you you know what I'm saying because you, you know, you're, you're very detailed as well. But you know, uh, you know that she shared with me that you know there there you know I, I may have gotten may have lost the people and things of that nature. Maybe next time, and God lays it on your heart to, to share this message, maybe you can look at it from another another um, another way. And so that's a blessing. So Shana, what you're doing as an encourager, that's, that, that's, that's, I, I feel that's what, you know, what, what, what our wives are there to do. Now, Tasha, for you, let me, let me say this. Me and you have known each other maybe nine, 10 years, maybe? A long time, yeah. Long time, <laughs> long time. Let me say this, um, not that it wasn't before, but I have seen so much spiritual growth in you in the last several years thank you that you are you were a giant not not saying you were uh, many me before but um you know the last uh, this last year just your faith has been so present in in everything that you're doing you know you know i were just talking about a home that you uh were praying about and just to hear yeah. your faith on your expectation of what God was going to do was so encouraging. It's so good to hear how much you've grown. What do you think it has been, what do you think has happened over the years that has caused you to elevate your faith? I think for me, quite honestly, it's just been 
making sure that I am not too busy, that I don't have time to listen. And when I say listen, I mean listening for what God has for me and, and my family and our lives. And, you know, through prayer and petition and praise, all of that I think goes to hand in hand, you know, peace of mind is really there. My rest is not a vacation. It's not when I go to sleep at night. It's my rest really happens. My cup gets filled up when I take time to listen and receive. And, um, you know, that's not an easy discipline when there's so many distractions but making it a priority has definitely been something, you know, through faith that I have done and implemented in my life. And with that, you know, that's really yielded a lot of perseverance <laughs> and a lot of revelation of what God, his promises in our life and, and what, what's going to come about, you know? Amen. Amen. Well, well, again, um, my, my dear friend, and you are uh, one of our dear friends, um, just just to see you know what God is doing in your life and for you and your family and and uh, you know when we first met I don't, uh, you know I, I may have heard you talk about prayer but but you know it's it's been the last several years that has um, really just been a, a large part of your personality um, and and what it says to me is you've you've learned maybe and I don't want to put words in your mouth but um, how to release some of the things that you can't control into, into his hands who, who can control it and who can uh, direct and guide it. Is, is that kind of a true statement? It's absolutely true. And, you know, that is one of the, the biggest things, too, that I teach and preach to my clients in session is, you know, you only have control over three things. You have control over your thoughts, you have control over your feelings and you have control over your behavior, right. which is how you respond to your thoughts and your feelings. Amen. So all of that goes together. Absolutely. Amen. Well, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, ladies, um, I'm just going to, I want you all just to share uh, as women, um, your, how do you feel your family the, the importance of your family would help another woman find their way to Christ. You know, if, if your family was the model, um, you know, what, what would your family be to help someone to, to come to Christ? Or what would your life be to help someone come to Christ? Uh, this is Dr. A. Jerome Butler, and we're going to take a small break. We're talking about faith and family with uh, Sheena Holbrooks. Uh, Dr. Soretta Smith, who's running for uh, uh, Georgia's Senate, uh, District 23 in the state of Georgia, and also Tasha Rollins, who's a licensed professional counselor and host of Autism in Action podcast. We'll be right back after these messages. There is an estimated half a million men, women, and children that are homeless in our country in this great nation each night. Statistics show the number one reason for homelessness is affordable housing. Dr. Butler and his family have started the Grace Project. It is a plan to build clean, affordable homes that will help get these families off of the street. 
They would love for you to partner with them by donating to this show, where 100% of the proceeds will go to the Grace Project. When you partner with the Grace Project in any dollar amount, you will receive Dr. Butler's latest book. To give, please go to momentspod.com or anchor.fm forward slash moments of grace and hit support. Thank you in advance from the Grace Project. Hi, this is Pastor Monica again. Watch us on Lightstream Cable, Channel 82, and other channels on the Now Network every Tuesday morning, 5.30 a.m. Come on and get your morning coffee with Monica St. Hill and tell them. Hello, my name is Adriana. I am nine years old. Did you know that there are half a million amazing kids in foster care? I wrote a book called The Crystal Kingdom to bring awareness to amazing families like mine. When you purchase my book on eBay, a portion of the proceeds will go to foster to a foster care organization to help these amazing families. Think in advance, like my dad always says, keep the light on. And we're back. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and uh, talking with these wonderful ladies on faith and family here on Women's History Month. Look, tell your friends, go tell other ladies, tell other families that they need to listen to this podcast. Um, we have with us Sheena Holbrooks, who is an author of Divine Positioning for a Powerful Purpose, uh, Dr. Soretta Smith, who is running for of the Georgia State Senate of District 23, and also Tasha Rollins, licensed professional counselor and host of Autism in Action podcast. Ladies, thank you all for being back with me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Amen. So as we're talking about faith and family, um, the Bible tells us that we should be a beacon uh, and we should not hide our lights under a basket. What do you think... um, about your profession, your career, your life that could shine lights to other people that may be lost or people that may be struggling with their faith? How do you think your life can shine a light to Jesus? And I'll open that up to uh, Shana if you'll mind. Um, The biggest thing I believe is to lead by example. You know, the whole dynamic of the household really is based off of what state the wife is in, the mom is in. You know, if we're stressed and, you know, riddled with anxiety, then the house is tense. You know, if we're happy and calm and on track, then everybody else seems to follow suit. And I think leading by example, uh, it trickles down into our children and then in our husbands and people can see that. For example, my daughter, um, is invited to sleepovers every now and then. But a common thing I hear from moms is I'm very picky who I let my daughter spend time with. Right. And I know that you um, are raising 
a exceptional child in, you know, in their own words or whatnot. But basically they know that we go to church, that we have values, that we um, talk about our feelings. We um, don't, we don't put up with any type of bullying, things like that. And we always include people and they can recognize that. And I believe that we as mothers and wives strive to uh, make those goals, I mean, make those values a priority that everybody outside the family can see that and recognize that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Same question in any of the other ladies. This is uh, Soretta Smith, and I agree with a lot of what um, Sheena said, um, leading by example. And um, I think that people are always looking for hope. I think we live in a time and in a world and in a day where so many people are hopeless and people are always looking for hope. And my hope is that when they look at me, when they look at my family, um, and especially if they know our story, I believe that lots of times some of the things that we can do to help people who may be struggling in a marriage, who may be struggling um, with their relationship with their children is, is to be transparent and tell the truth. And I, I think oftentimes, um, you know, people look and people will comment about my husband or they'll comment about my family. And, you know, I have to say, you know, thank you. Um, and and when, when God is leading yes. um, to share, well, you know, it hasn't always been that way. That's right. You know? yeah. And I have, to, I have to tell them about the first few years of marriage where right. I, w- I wanted to give up, where, mm-hmm. you know, I said divorce. You know, so letting people know that, you know, just because what you see now, you know, there was a process to get here. There was work to get here. And so being transparent when when it's time to be transparent or when, when it's necessary to be transparent, to give people hope to see that, okay, my situation, there is hope for my situation. There's hope for my marriage. There's There's hope for the problems that I have, that I'm having, you know, maybe with a teenager or with a child, or, you know, there's hope for um, caring for maybe a loved one, um, you know, who you're having to take care of. And so um, just when the opportunity for you to give people hope presents itself, be honest, Amen. Um, tell the truth, um, be trans as transparent as you can be so that people can understand and they can have hope in your in your testimony amen in 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 your trial in your tribulation and what you went through to see that you know what yea though i walk all right through the valley of the shadow of death you know i I won't fear because god is with me and and he's going to comfort me and he's going to get me through um this time and and just give people hope Amen. Amen. Um, powerful pastor. Thank you so much. Um, Tasha, um, 
used to be with us, was one of our presenters. We used to travel and um, uh, do a, a, a restoring the love marriage conferences. Um, and uh, she was one of our presenters, but we also had another couple that was a presenters and they've been married over 50 years. And they did a piece that was longevity in marriage. And one thing that um, the wife would always say is some days I get up, I don't like you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He said, get up, you know, <laughs> you get up some days. I looked at you. Yeah, I looked at you today. And you know what? I just don't like you today. Now, I'm not saying I don't love you, but I, today I just don't like you. I don't like the way you look. I don't like the way you put your pants on. Today I don't like you. But guess what? I love you enough to go in there and make your breakfast. I love you enough to uh, fluff up your pillow. I love you enough to do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. And so love conquers all things and love overcomes all things. Yes. I think that's for real what, what Pastor Smith said. Um, someday, we just got to be honest with people. Mm -hmm. You know, it hadn't always been uh, a bed of roses, um, but um, our love has gotten us through. It wasn't our likes that got us through or all these other things that got us through. It took time, love, and most of all, at least for me, it takes Christ being the centerpiece. Natasha, yeah. you you have um, you and and your husband. You know, I love you all to death. Y'all are just uh, I love being around you guys because you guys <laughs> y'all crack me up. You guys, <laughs> and, and the love that you have because at that one time, um, you guys had family members in your home. You would invite people in your home and had people in your home as they were going through, and had no animosity, no had no no predilections, had no uh, and and. and dynamics and situations that other people might struggle with. And I believe it was an ex, either your husband ex or somebody that you all let come and stay at your house in a spirit of love. Am I saying that right? Yes, yes. Um, share so share it's... with us how, because somebody else is listening saying, girl, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are very big proponents of, of living, you know, with a very, um, we have a very big family. We have a blended family. And so when um, my stepdaughter's mom and, and her whole family, they had to do some remodeling of their home and had to come stay with us for, for a little bit of time and uh, about five months when I say a little bit of time. And um, so it was definitely different having a whole nother family here, including the dog and right. a, a baby and, you know, everybody. But we just did our best to get along and make it work. And I'm very fortunate in that... Um, my uh, stepdaughter's mom, her name's Teresa, and uh, she is our in-home respite care worker for my two older children who are 18 and 20 and are adult disabled with autism. So she does, her full-time job is taking care of both of them during the day and taking them to appointments and making sure that they do the things that they need to do on a regular basis. And um, so we're very, very fortunate to have that kind of a blended family and, um, you know, Thankfully, now we do have our house back, so that's Amen. that's always good. That was a blessing, but um, it was also a blessing to have them here and to have that time with them, and you know, get to enjoy their company while they're here. And um, you know, going back to what Dr. Smith was talking about a while ago, talking about hope. You know, 
we do as families have to come together in unity and offer hope you know we're 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 supposed to be there for each other and whether that be our spouse or our children or our extended family um you know it's important that they know that we're here for that yeah amen amen and you know when you were sharing that with me and 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 it wasn't um you know we had coffee that that day you know at starbucks and you were sharing uh, that with me and there was no oh gosh i got you know this lady in my house it wasn't, wasn't all of that you you still you had the same love and uh, as you were sharing that with me as you would have told me about one of your children one of your other family members and i'm going to say one word and i'm always saying this word to christians maturity 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 yeah if if we you know um, maturity has nothing to do with my emotions it had nothing to do with other people's relationships that's good it has nothing to do yes. with what everybody else thinks it has nothing to do with what's outside of me maturity is from within and having the maturity of Jesus Christ and his love overshadows all the other stuff and all the other voices maturity 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 and that's what I've seen out of your life, Tasha, with, with that whole situation. And what I've seen in your growth is a young lady who is just mature in Christ, who loves people, who understands that I control my behavior. Because like I said, I know a whole lot of women ain't no way in the world. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just being, being me. Ain't no way in the world. I'm gonna let that woman in my house. But the mature Tasha says, here's somebody that's in need, who has need. My husband's relationship and hers are over. That has nothing to do with the love of Christ. She has, she has a need and we can help fulfill that need as well as put um, these, uh, my, my husband and uh, his ex-wife, put them in a position where they have at least five months where they can love on their daughter. And to me, that's just maturity. That's maturity because we can blow things out of proportion or we can make things better. And you chose to make things better. We have a few moments, ladies. Uh, we have about two minutes. And what I'd like to do, uh, Dr. Smith, can you tell um, our listeners where they can? Because we, uh, we have listeners in Georgia and we have listeners all over the world. Thank God. We're almost at a thousand listeners. We started in January 5th. We have almost a thousand listeners as I look at our uh, demographics. We are all over the world. Thank God to my listeners. Thank you all so much for the success of this program. With that said, can you tell people where they can donate to your campaign and how, if you have any prayer partners that are praying for your campaign, how they can connect with you, how they can donate to your campaign and how they can pray for you. Dr. Smith, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. So you can go to uh, my website, which is Soretta for Georgia, C-E-R-E-T-T-A-F-O-R, and the word Georgia, uh, dot com, Soretta for Georgia dot com. And uh, there is a, a button for you to donate there. Um, you can follow the campaign uh, again at the web page or you can uh, follow our Facebook candidacy page, Soretta for Georgia. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at Soretta for Georgia. I'm on Twitter, Soretta for Georgia. Um, 
Instagram, Soretta for Georgia. And uh, what I ask people to pray, um, people who have who have asked how can they pray for me, um, pray for my strength. Uh, this certainly requires a lot of physical energy and a lot of um, emotional uh, and mental energy. So pray for my strength. Um, pray for my safety. Uh, there are uh, a lot of people who, you know, are not for, you know, for everyone. And so we know that there are a lot of people out there who don't mean you any good. But I believe in the 91st Psalms, um, I, I speak it over myself, but pray for our safety um, and just pray that God will use us to be that fresh voice, um, a voice that will speak and uh, when God is speaking through me, that it will inspire people, it will give people hope, um, and that we will do what it is God wants us to do in the marketplace of, of uh, government. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Dr. Smith. And also, Sheena, how can people get your book, uh, Divine Positioning for a Powerful Purpose? Yes. Yeah, so... My book is available on Amazon. It is also available on the Westbow Press Bookstore. Uh, that's W-E-S-T-B-O-W, Westbow Press. Um, it's also free shipping. Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much. And Miss Tasha. <laughs> yeah. How can people listen to your podcast and how can they get in contact with you? They can go to www.tasharollins, that's spelled T-O-S-H-A-R-O-L-L-I-N-S.com. And you'll find a link for everything on there, how to get in touch with me, um, where all the episodes are for the Autism in Action podcast, how to order that book also that we just came out with, and any other inside information there you can find there. Wonderful, wonderful. Ladies, thank you all so much once again for this uh, segment of faith and, and family. Um, I would pray and hope that you all will come back again and be on our panel. Thank Absolutely. you so much for having us. Yeah, thank Amen. you so much. Amen. As you all heard, uh, these three dynamic ladies, uh, all of them come from different backgrounds and God has a future for all of them that may be on different paths. But the reality is, is that we are all particular portions of the same body. We are all going in different directions, but it's all for one purpose and the purpose of salvation. Because we're in a world that is lost, dysfunctional. And so God is raising up people like uh, Tasha Rollins as we shared with uh, her love that she had for um, her husband's ex-wife and, and bringing her in a home where they could spend uh, a few months with their daughter to, um, to to love on their daughter as a family, as a blended family. And, and Dr. Smith's heart, as she talked about, you know, having uh, this maturity to uh, up, up undergird God's people to walk in the righteousness of God and have the maturity to walk, not always looking for her hand to hold, but always looking for her heart to be in a position to help them and as well as Sister Holbrook and her life and for a husband and being there for him when he preaches and, and the, the ministry of encouragement for him. It's there for all of us, dear hearts. It's there for all of us. God has called each of us for a purpose. And look, if I have love that I keep to myself, it's not love. 
It's just something I'm doing for myself. It really isn't love until you give it away. So why don't you take this time to love somebody? Take this time to give of yourself, love others. And remember that our time is up. Remember to love God, love life. Keep the light on. We'll see you next time here on A Moments of Grace. Love you.